Welcome to Way of the Truth Warrior. My name is David Whitehead. So happy to be here with you. What a beautiful video that was. What an incredible time it is in which we live. And um, I sadly had to reschedule my interview that I was planning to do today with a uh, local paramedic that has a lot of inside information to share with you. Um, I'm hoping to be able to do that next week. So stay tuned for that. Make sure you follow me on my social media. I'm on Telegram, Twitter. Um, where else am I? Gab, DW Truth Warrior. I even tried to set up another TikTok account, trying to rock out a few videos, reaching out to more of the younger crowd. We'll see how long I can stand there before they censor me yet again. Um, where else am I? I'm also on Getter. You can get me there. But anyways, uh, we'll be rescheduling that interview. Today, we're going to talk about what just went down in Ottawa. And uh, I'm contemplating what I should play for you first, but I've got a little clip from, I think we'll start off with Trudeau's announcement today, which was absolute cowardice and completely pathetic, of course. Um, we'll probably start with that. And then I've got a few clips from the scientific debate that was scheduled to happen between Dr. Byron Bridal. Dr. Roger Hodkinson, um, Dr. Anderson, 
uh, between uh, them and the basically Health Canada, <laughs> Dr. Tam and gang, who didn't show, who didn't show. That to me says everything we need to know, doesn't it? What do you guys think? I mean, call me old fashioned. I'm a martial artist, okay? The truth is determined through battle. And those that avoid trying to prove their own words and their own, however they see themselves, if you can't prove that, then you're laughed out of the dojo. If you walk into a dojo and you say, oh, I'm, a, I'm a street fighter, or I trained over here, I did that, I've got the best martial arts in the world, everything you guys are doing is all martial art quackery. It's to be disregarded. And yet you don't, and then everybody in the dojo goes, oh, well, those are pretty big words. Why don't you take on one of our yellow belts, one of our orange belts, one of our green, blue, black, whatever masters. Let's, let's, you got to prove what you say. You can just walk in here and say that martial arts in a dojo is a, uh, that's a proving ground where the truth is discovered every day, right? Your true strengths and weaknesses, whether or not what you're doing is truly effective in the art of combat, which is a, it's a scientific lab where you can determine basically physics, how the body works, how structural alignment works, what kind of techniques work, what kind of techniques don't work, uh, what kind of conditioning you need to have. If you have lack of conditioning and you enter into a martial art contest, you will be exposed within a very short period of time, won't you? And all the skill in the world wouldn't count for anything, would it, if you hadn't had the conditioning? Or if all you were was a conditioned athlete but had zero training in fighting, even somebody that had less conditioning than you would be able to dispatch you easily simply because they had that strength in the technical department. So the truth is earned through battle in my world. And you can't just walk up and start saying, my tiger style is more superior to your dragon style. You're going to get called onto the mat immediately to go, all right, prove it, man. Let's, let's see what's what. In a friendly, it wouldn't even have to be a violent contest in a dojo. I mean, maybe if you go back in time, yeah, you get beheaded or something. But in, in the modern context, it's a sparring match. So it's the reason I'm bringing this up is because this is how science should work. This is how science used to work, through something called rigorous debate. Rigorous scientific debate. Not just debate, not just discussion, rigorous debate and discussion. Because the truth is the goal, is it not, Dr. Tam? Is the truth not the goal, Justin Trudeau? Apparently not. You guys are running and hiding from the truth. Because if you had the truth on your side, you wouldn't need to run and hide now, would you? <laughs> it's ridiculous. The whole world is watching. You've said a lot of big words. You've made a lot of bold claims. You've taken the command of the ship of state and people's lives, and people's businesses, and people's destinies, and the psychology of our children. You've kept it in your molding hands for two years or more. And it's been an utter catastrophic failure. And that's being kind because I know there's a criminal element behind all of this. And yes, I, stand, I, I accuse you of that. Prove us wrong. Prove us all conspiracy theorists, fringe minority wrong. Prove all the anti-vaxxers, quack doctors, debunked disgraced scientists around the world. 
Just go prove them wrong. Go prove them wrong. You had many opportunities for two years straight to prove us wrong and to avoid having all, the entire country of Canada locked down, not by you, but by us. Because we want the truth to have a chance. We want to have the science, the real science, the real process of the actual scientific method to stand in the light of day. That's what we want. That's what we've asked for. And we've given you multiple opportunities to do it, even before we started par parking trucks on your lawn. Well, what do you do, Justin? God, I hope you watch this. What do you do? You walk out like a spoiled child from question period, not just once, but twice, three times, multiple times, walking out. That's disrespectful beyond all imagination. That is the actions of a, a child that is having a tantrum. And we're not going to stand for it. And Dr. Tam, Health Canada, all the rent-a-doctors that have been on television on the fake news this entire time, even the fake news themselves couldn't show up to this one. Why? Because you would have been pummeled, pummeled by the truth, by facts, by science, by world-renowned experts. And the fact that you don't even want to show up to that tells me everything I need to know. And if you're listening to this show right now, admit to yourself, especially if you're listening to this show and you're on the fence, if you're on the total cult side of this, I, I'm sorry, but I'm sure there's no recovering. I hope you're more than welcome anytime, but I'm speaking to the people that are in the middle or that are just recently starting to ask some questions of their government, of their media, of their institutions, of their doctors. Does this strike you as being on the up and up? Really? After this display of a complete disregard and disrespect for you, the people that we pay these people, you and I, through our work and our labor and our effort, and it's required. Like if I stop paying taxes, I go to jail. Because that's another little sniveling coward act of the government that they don't ever get, they don't have to work in the true free market and actually justify what they do to the people and actually make policies that we vote on with our dollars the way you would in a truly free market. They don't have that. They have all these other protective laws. And we're going to talk about laws in a little bit. So stay tuned. I got so much to share with you today. I am fired up. I hope you're fired up. And I hope more trucks are firing up right now. I hope boats are firing up. I hope everybody's firing up because it's going to be all hands on deck to take down these, not take them down in any kind of violent way. That's what the media would love you to think. But to back up the actual supreme law of this country, which is the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. And to back up the international legal codes like the Geneva Convention, the Nuremberg Code, et cetera, et cetera. We need to back them up, back up the truth. Peaceful non-compliance. That's what's happening. But I'm getting off here. The fake news didn't have the balls to walk into that room. 
full of truckers, cowboys, farmers, and freedom-loving Canadians and top world-renowned experts, scientists, and epidemiologists. They didn't have the balls to walk into that room. And that tells you everything you need to know about the fake news, which their ratings are crashing. How's that, how's that feeling every morning waking up and your ratings crash more and more and more? Because Canada has had enough of being lied to, gaslit, manipulated, attacked, smeared, and talked down to by the elite class that owns you, media. We know who owns you. We've followed the money. And you're not welcome anymore. We gave you an opportunity, you didn't show. Every time you showed, it was an utter embarrassing disgrace. You are the enemy of the people because you are the enemy of truth and you are the enemy of freedom. I can't even believe the headlines that I'm seeing where we have to actually have freedom in quotes. Demonizing freedom, talking down to freedom, shaming freedom as a concept in Canada, a country founded on the principles of freedom. How dare you? You're finished. After this, you're finished. You had a chance to redeem yourself and you chose to be the sniveling, lying cowards that you are. So the people aren't going to tune into your stuff anymore, guys. I'm sorry. We tried to tell you. We tried to warn you. We tried to send letters to your agencies. We tried to ask you to open up your media forums to host these types of debates, which is what you need in a free society to determine what the truth is and what is the best for everybody in the country. You had the opportunity to do that numerous times and you failed. You failed because we know who owns you. You're not news. You're infotainment. You're propaganda. You're a lying criminal cartel and we know it and Canada knows it. And it's by your own actions that I'm saying this. These aren't empty, um, this isn't empty rhetoric. Nor am I threatening you in any way. You've done it to yourself. I'm just here to clap my hands and do a little jig and celebrate it because it's time. And if there's any journalists with any integrity left within the fake news media and you know that something's wrong and you've just been afraid to speak out because your job and your pension and your prestige and your parking space, now's the time to get on the right side of history because let me remind you, do you remember what happened in Germany with the Nuremberg trials? Did the media in Germany... Did the media representatives in Germany not also go to jail and get hung as traitors to the country after? As being complicit in crimes against humanity because they worked on behalf of Goebbels and the entire propaganda ministry of the German government at the time? Do you really honestly, honestly, deep down, do you honestly believe that that can't happen again? Especially after this shit show that has cost people their lives, their incomes, their sanity, it's over. It's over. And you've all been fired. So that's to the media. You had your last chance to shine and you failed. So off you go. Off you go. These public officials, Dr. Tam, the Canadian Health Ministry, Adrian Dix, all of them, all of them, we pay you. We pay, we know the World Economic Forum and China are also throwing money your way behind the table. But on record, we pay you, the Canadian people pay you to work for us, to ensure health and safety, to ensure that you can achieve health and safety whilst protecting the supreme law of this country. And the fact that you failed on all of those fronts and then don't even have the human decency to show up and show for yourselves at least an argument in your own defense 
to go stand before a Dr. Byron Bridal, to go stand in front of a Dr. Roger Hodkinson who's ready to tear your freaking lungs out over what you're doing to children all over this country. And I say that figuratively, okay? There's no real violence here. You guys get to, you need to understand rhetorical hyperbole, all right? Go look that shit up. Anyways, we're all very passionate about this because we're pissed. We've had enough, okay? So don't twist my words. But you go stand in front of a Dr. Anderson. You go stand in front of Canadians, these truckers, these farmers, these cowboys, the toughest people that you'll ever meet in your life. You go stand in front of them and you stand there and you explain yourselves. You show your science. You keep talking about the science, the science, the data, super clear. We know about the science, blah, 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 blah. It's just words. Show your receipts. That's all we want to see. Go there and trounce Dr. Byron Bridal, Dr. Roger Hodkinson, and Dr. And go trounce them. Go embarrass them. Deplatform them. You had the opportunity to get rid of them because they've been, they've been getting way more views than the fake news media ever would dream of getting because they speak to the people and they show evidence and they're still humans. They still have a heart and a conscience. That's why they're listening to people like me. That's why they're listening to these doctors and they're not listening to people like Dr. Tam or Can Health Canada or Doug Ford. Are you going to go to Doug Ford for health advice? <laughs> what? Show your evidence. You can't just say things. You have to bring evidence. We all know you're criminals and you're paid off and you're blackmailed. Maybe some of you guys even have a gun to your head. We don't know. We're going to find out though. We're going to find out. We're going to find out who's who. Who are the ones that were converted to the new religion of the modern world run by the cult of the medics? Who were paid off and, collect and took money and payments or were promised prestige or whatever? Who were blackmailed? Who were threatened? Who were threatened by foreign adversaries or domestic enemies that are embedded within our governments? We're going to find out. But for you to insult science, insult medicine, insult the Canadian people by not showing up, having the decency to even respond to the invitation, to show up to a scientific discussion. You've lost. You've lo that's, a, that's a big L. That's a big L. You will never erase that from your history. You will never have that retracted from your resumes and your records. The history books are being written right now by us, the Canadian people. And it's not just us. The whole world was watching today. The whole world is going to see this. All you've done by refusing to show up and do what scientists do, which is to be open and say, yes, I want my science challenged. I want my mandates challenged. I want to see if you truly believe in what you're saying, which we know you don't. But if you did, you would have no problem coming to clear up all these questions that we have and all these concerns that we have and all of this alleged misinformation that these world-renowned experts who were relied upon for their, even their legal testimony right before this COVID, they were regarded as the highest in the, in the ranks prior to this. The moment they come out against the pharmaceutical medical industrial complex 
and try to speak as a scientist and show evidence to back up what they're saying to still to this day not even have a chance to have a discourse or a debate with any of these health officials, even though they've asked for it, even though uh, there's doctors in the U.S. that have like $2 million paydays on the table to say, hey, come, come and destroy my science with the science, the holy writ that cannot be challenged or questioned, and we'll pay you $2 million if you can crush me. And you don't even show up to that. So how much money are they paying you to keep your mouth shut? It must be a lot. Must be a lot. And to all those shills and trolls out there, you can go right now and go make yourself a millionaire by just don't even go in the comments and go, yip, yip, yip. Don't even, don't even bother. Just go right now. Go do that debate with those doctors and come home a millionaire if you're if you're so smart and you've got it all figured out and you've got the science to back up lockdowns, masks, mRNA jabs, blah, blah, blah. If you've got it, go, 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 go do it. So you guys, but, but about these officials, they're paid by us to do this exact thing, to answer the questions. Canadians have the right to have their questions answered because we pay you to do this work. But no, you're acting like dictators and tyrants instead. So you're fired. It's over. We'll park every truck in Canada on your lawn until this is over. We got Mariners for Freedom on deck. It's starting to warm up. We got Bikers for Freedom in the pipeline. You've got Blue Collar Convoy coming probably right now in Ottawa. It's just going to grow. After today, you just doubled the size of this movement. That's what you did. But you, you could have gone in. Justin, you could have gone and sat down with these truckers, had a hot dog and a hot chocolate by a fire while everybody's singing about freedom behind you, and you could have resolved this issue, and you could have come and had a little smoke and peace pipe with these people, and you could have resolved this, but you didn't. Instead, you continue to attack them and smear them and lie about them. And now you're, go now you're up there and you have the nerve to say crap like this? Hold on. Let's just get the, let's see what happens. So instead of Trudeau having these health officials go show up and show the science to all the can to Canada and, and to put this thing to rest forever, this is what the so-called leader of Canada has to say. I want to make something very clear. The illegal blockades seeking to take our neighborhoods and our economy hostage and the collective COVID fatigue we are facing are two very separate things. If you joined the protests because you're tired of COVID, you now need to understand that you are breaking laws. The consequences are becoming more and more severe. You don't end up losing your license, end up with a criminal record, which will impact your job, your livelihood, even your ability to travel internationally, including to the US. We've heard your frustration with COVID, with the measures that are there to keep people safe. We've heard you. It's time to go home now. It's not, though. It's not time to go home. Clearly, it's time to bring more trucks. That's all I heard. That's what I'm hearing. 
because you're not getting the message there, brah. You're not getting the message. Oh my God, I would just love to have the honor to represent Canada in a exhibition boxing match with this man. I wouldn't even train for it. I would just say, let's just do an exhibition friendly boxing match. And if I win, I get my freedom and so does the rest of Canada. And if you win, fine. We'll be, we'll go with your policy. I come from the old school where there's something called a trial by combat. And if you won't show up to an actual civil debate, discourse, discussion, then let's do it the old school way, Justin. Come on, man. You have to have something to back up your convictions. That's all I'm saying. I'm not threatening you. <laughs> Don't run away. It's okay. Come out from behind the curtains, brother. I've just had enough of this shit. You need to be held accountable. So if you're not going to show up for a discussion, will you show up with those boxing gloves on that you love so much and do it the way that we used to do it? And if you won't do that, well, then what other choice do we have? But to bring more trucks? Like, you're, you're now going to actually call these people terrorists? You're going to make it illegal to protest in Canada? You're going to violate Section 2 of the Charter, which allows for freedom of expression? and for the right to gather with other Canadians? You know, we have a charter of freedoms in this country because that's a contract between us and you, the government, to hold you accountable, not us. The charter is for you because of the history of government, which is not too good. It's not too good at all. The bigger government gets everywhere you've tried it in the world, more people die, starve, and get killed, and genocide happens, okay? Prove me wrong. Go, re go read uh, Democide, Death by Government by R.J. Rummel, and then you come back and tell me that we should all just go, oh, yeah, the government, you know, they just love us, and they, they just want to support our freedom, and they're just trying to protect us, Dave. If they're just trying to protect you, then they have to be held accountable for the statements that they make and the policies that they enact. And the fact that they don't want, they're running like the roadrunner as fast as possible away from any challenge, from any discussion, from any debate, from any boxing match that could settle this or whatever it's going to be, tells you everything you need to know about who we're dealing with here. Liars hide. Liars run away. Truth doesn't need to hide. It doesn't need to run away because it stands. It stands as the truth. Now everybody can see it. Everybody knows now. Don't you see? You're done. It's over. You'd better resign now because the next phase of this is legal prosecutions on an international scale that will resemble the Nuremberg trials of the 40s and 50s, man. And it's going to be global. So, yeah, this message also goes out to all the other World Economic Forum world leaders that got installed and planted into all the governments around the world right before this thing happened. That's the statement of a dictator. That's the statement of a tyrant and a coward and a traitor.
because you're betraying the trust of this contract that we have with the government. And we know you're, you were put in power to do exactly this. But I'm trying to speak to the people that need to catch up on just how rotten that it is in Ottawa on all sides of the political fence and just how long we've had enemy combatants being put into key positions in media, government, education, science, etc. Go see the interview that I did with Denis Rancourt, one of our own from Toronto, who's writing scientific papers on exactly this. So it's you, Trudeau, who think you're above the law because you think you're above the truth, and you're not. You're not. The truth is a cosmic force that cannot be trifled with. It can be hidden for a period of time. It can be attacked. It can be smeared. It can be defamed. It can be brushed and pushed under the rug. But it's invincible. It's immortal. It's timeless. And the time for the truth has come. That means justice is coming. Divine cosmic justice, the justice of nature, the justice of real natural law, and actually le legitimate civil law, legal law. We're not doing anything illegal at all. Everything we're doing is perfectly legal. Lawful, I should say. It's right. We're doing the right thing. So how dare you call us traitors and terrorists and Nazis and racists and misogynists when you yourself are all of those things? It's despicable and it's going to stop now. It's over. It's over. Whew! I am ready to go, my friends. Ready to go. Now, I want to share uh, some clips from the debate that happened in the absence of the opponents, which decided to hide under their beds. Uh, because I think it's important for everybody to hear what was said today by these brave doctors. And I want to thank, I just want to do a massive thank you. Much respect and love to the people that organized this debate, to the people that organized this trucker convoy, to all the truckers, to all the freedom fighters and patriots that have put their hearts and their minds and their support behind this, to every Canadian that's put a flag on their vehicle that showed up to cheer peacefully in unity with people of all races, backgrounds, colors, creeds, religions, political affiliations to try to unify and heal this country. I want to thank you. It's not going to be for nothing. I promise you, you've already won a massive, massive victory that I can't even put into words. I hope you know that. They could shut it all down tomorrow. They could fly the Chinese military into Canada and round everybody up and put us all in gulags and the victory was still won. But that's not going to happen because we're dealing not just with liars and criminals, my friends. We're dealing with cowards. They don't know what resolve is. They don't know what the human spirit is. They don't understand what the force of truth does. They don't understand that unseen forces have come to the aid of the freedom fighters and the truth warriors of this planet. So we're not alone at all. And this wave of truth and freedom is spreading faster than any virus ever could all over this province, all over this country, and all over this world. And nothing can stop it. Nothing. So with that said, let me pull up this other video here. I got a couple clips to show you.
So we'll start with this first one here. It's about five minutes. So uh, sit back, take some notes and enjoy. White masks have never worked, never. The masks and the white masks, they are lots of garbage to reduce the risk of death. We looked at masking. I can tell you, I've studied masking up and down. I'm considered an expert on these COVID masks, the blue surgical masks and the white masks. They are utter garbage. They have always been ineffective. <laughs> these blue surgical masks and white masks have never worked, never. And they're actually very toxic, the chemicals in them, toxic to our children. So I'm telling you, this is my scientific view, but these are papers published. These are published papers that we that I've put together. Good. In terms of school closures, we looked at all of the science in every country in this world. And there's not one location, no country, no setting, no state, nothing, no province, where school closures work to curb transmission. In fact, we've shown that the school closures harmed children, devastatingly harmed children, because children committed suicide because of these school closures. School closures that happened right here in Ontario. We looked at, I, I recently published, well it says 400, but it's now 500 papers. We've pulled together for the Bromstone to look at everything. Lockdown, school closures, shelter in place, every policy. And we have shown in not one example, not one, did any of these policies work. In fact, George Hopkins recently published last week a seminal paper where they have now decided to study and they show that lockdowns fail, complete failure. And they're actually one year too late because we had already published <coughs> science. I also recently published again on the masks. I looked at 150 studies that showed that the masks, the masks, they're ineffective. They just do not work, period. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. There are two RCTs on deck. One is the Danish mask study. That shows that there's no difference between mask or unmask. And there's the one that's the cluster randomized in uh, Bangladesh. Uh, that study uh, drifts between zero effectiveness to about a very modest 12 to 13% reduction. But we have serious concerns with the methodology, so we don't take that diversity seriously. Um, this one I highlighted here, the attack on scientific dissent. As you know, Dr. Brittle here is one of the people in Canada who came forward with the science to show us a real, real clarion call, and I think one day he should get the Nobel Prize because it was his work that showed us the damage to the vasculature, to the endothelial layer of the vasculature in the human population, uh, using the animal model, but also we had human, human research to show that despite protein that our body produces as a response to the vaccine is an actual endothelial pathogen and damages the vasculature of the heart. And uh, his work with Dr. Patrick Whelan, the seminal work, and actually clued the rest of the world into the situation with these vaccines. Because COVID has emerged to us as less of a, of a respiratory illness. COVID has become clearer to us now that it is, it is a vascular illness. It is a disease of the vasculature. And often the desaturation and the breathing difficulties that people experience is due to the to the, we have these massive number of <coughs> microtrombi blood clots that manifest across the body due to the vaccine. Due to the infection also, the natural infection, but the vaccine mirrors 
the pathology from the natural infection. And that is why we question, why would you make a vaccine that is delivering a payload that is as devastating as the actual infection? Anyway, so my view, the Liberal government, the Right Honourable Prime Minister Trudeau and the Provincial Premier have been failures. Um, I'm not saying it personally towards them because I've learned. Um, I actually have been on record saying I wish the Prime Minister of this country could succeed. I'm not discussing my politics here. Why? Because if a Prime Minister succeeds, the rest of the country succeeds. So I want my Prime Minister, whomever, to succeed. But Trudeau made a catastrophic mistake with these people in his task force, his COVID task force, because they have failed. Look at where we are. They told you, take they locked you down, they closed schools, they masked us for two years, they told you take one shot, they said no, take two, and then after two they said, you know what, you need to put the mask back on. And now you're going to University of Western Ontario, they say, well, two shots, you need three. And then with that mask, you still need to social distance. So it is just garbage. They don't know what the hell they're doing. Yes. They don't know what they're doing. That's from one of the top experts in the world. Okay. He's one of the top experts in the world. He outranks all the little tiny guys working for the government of Canada right now. So there you go. Let's do this next one. Which one is this? Um, My anger. <laughs> great. Okay. This is Dr. Roger Hodkinson. I do have one slight disagreement with something he brings up here. It's just a technical thing. I'll explain it after. But uh, this man has been absolutely on fire. And um, let's hear what, he's, what he had to say today. My anger is visceral because I am a physician. And every life matters for a physician. The population get bamboozled with numbers, with zeros and percentages. And certainly the, the people running the show don't seem to be in touch with the reality that what each one of those numbers comprising the big statistics represent. Any child that dies is a child that is as close to someone as you are to your family. That's being replicated so many times across the world and not registering with these people who've never practiced medicine. They've never sat down with the patient to talk about their condition in a, in a confidential fashion. Having said all of that, as Dr. Alexander said, this is the trucker's show. Thank God for the truckers. to give them and you comfort that your gut feelings, your common sense is absolutely right on the mark. That's why we're here. Now, as, as Dr. Alexander said, um, the history of this um, madness is, is, is quite interesting, and I'll, I'll briefly go over that so you can understand the big picture of how we got here and why we're still here and how we can get out of this mess. Fauci, the most vile man walking. Yes. 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 
Fauci led a contract for gain-of-function research in Wuhan because he couldn't get anyone to do it anywhere else because it was prohibited. So it was secretly done in Wuhan. It was never intended to be released. This was not genocide. But it did get out for a very simple reason. Having run big labs, I can tell you, you can never hermetically seal them for a very simple reason. The people work in there. So it, they are inherently unsafe. And that lab was known to be unsafe by State Department communiques. The French built it. Everyone knew it was an unsafe laboratory. He did it there anyway. Gain of function is the maddest thing that's going on in medicine right now. Gain of function is based upon the bizarre concept that if you make a virus intentionally more dangerous, more infectious, etc., and you study that, what happens with that in animals, that somehow you can devise better treatments. It's so incredibly stupid and crazy and dangerous, worse than the threat of nuclear war. Because it's not rocket science, as Dr. Bridle will acknowledge. It can be done anywhere. And the next one could make COVID look like a walk in the park if it's done with malicious intent, which this was not. So he got out of that lab accidentally on a pair of dirty shoes. He got on a plane to Milan, where there's the, where Europe's highest concentration of elderly people and also a very high concentration of Chinese workers feeding the needs of the Italian leather industry. It was a perfect storm. Milanese started dying like flies. That got on the radar of Neil Ferguson, um, a theoretical physicist, by the way, not a shred of medical training, um, notorious for his prior um, determinations that Armageddon was coming, you know, times three or four, and of course it never did. It's a little bit like climate change, you know. Yeah. It never happens. <laughs> um, but anyway, he, he, uh, he figured out with all his computer modeling that Armageddon was coming yet again, and um, that hit the press, and it was on the desk of every premier and president the very next morning. That produced panic. And they would have all said to their number two, listen, I want to plan on my desk tomorrow morning. Read my lips. I don't care what the... What? Expletive deleted. I, I don't care what's in it. I've got to be shown to be doing something, even though it doesn't work. And that's exactly what happened. None of these measures were known to work, and that they did it anyway, because I'm a politician. I'm here to save you from every life risk, from birth to your grave, and I take that very seriously, so make it so. So they introduced all these things, and of course, with as we know, none of them worked, and I'll go through them briefly one by one. Masks, as Dr. Alexander said, ample evidence in the literature. To put it in the vernacular, you cannot stop a mosquito with a chain-link fence. It's absurd. You might have heard me say that. Social distancing. This condition is spread by aerosols, not by droplets. So it can be in the aisle of Walmart that there's no one else in, and you're still going to get it. Social distancing makes no sense whatsoever. The six-foot rule, etc. I used to think that was just the thing that happened at, uh, at camps for our kids. Um, <laughs> hand hygiene, by the same token, is spread by, by an aerosol. So forget about this theater of, of you know, antiseptics everywhere. I mean, it just makes your hands raw. It, it's, it's absurd. Travel bans, for the same token, there's been no documented spread of anything uh, of, of COVID, no outbreaks um, because, of, because of people traveling by, by airplane. 
But more than anything, lockdowns. Lockdowns had never been tried in the history of medicine as a way of coping with this type of problem. There was no evidence for them working or not, but intuitively, from a scientific perspective, they could be predicted not to work for a variety, a variety of reasons. And as Dr. Alexander has stated, it has created the most incredible carnage across the world. Everyone has been affected by lockdowns and vaccinations, from the smallest village in India to here in Ottawa. The, the, the problem with, with that is um, it, it, the, the, the carnage um, is, is random, it's poorly documented, but it's both physical, it's mental and psychological, and it's also economic. Yeah, well done there, uh, Dr. Hodkinson. I'm just going to come back for a minute just because I have uh, a slight disagreement on one point. Um, but before I get into that, that's just details. Um, I'm grateful that we've got a guy that has the spine that this man does. He's done fantastic videos from the beginning of this, trying to wake up his fellow colleagues. Uh, he hails from Edmonton, Alberta. He's Canadian. Uh, he studied at Cambridge University. The man has degrees coming out the wazoo. You can't walk away from people like this. You can't sit back and go, oh, they're just quacks and anti-vaxxers. Like that just, it, it's just, that's ridiculous. Okay. And if you think that's, if you still think that that's true, go sit down and debate these people and prove your case instead of just hurling attacks. Um, but the issue that I have, of course, with what Dr. Hodkinson was saying there is he's still under the impression that this was somehow an accident. Um, I would highly recommend Dr. Hodkinson sit down with Dr. David Martin and share some notes back and forth. Uh, there's many other people as well who could document it. Hell, I could bring up many points to show him that, um, you know, at the very, very least, we could start at the basic analysis of this by saying this is criminal negligence, which is, I think, where he's sitting, right? Criminal negligence. It's similar to you decide to get pissed drunk and then get behind the wheel and go drive through the center of the town, okay? Um, that's criminal negligence. I mean, maybe you didn't go out there with the intent to kill people, but you ended up killing people because of your irresponsible actions and that's called criminal negligence. So on that front, we're dealing with a criminal operation here, okay? But I, I don't think that's where it, it starts and ends. I think that this was planned, and I think that even if you were, and the reason I think it's planned, let me just say, you gotta go back and look at the patents, follow the gain of function, go all the way back, go read Plague of Corruption, read RFK's book, listen to Dr. David Martin, go watch Plandemic 2 and follow up on all the links in the research. Um, you know, go tune into many of my podcasts. I've documented this for two years straight, showing the intent by the global elite, the people that run the medical industrial complex, the people that run and own the World Economic Forum, the United Nations, the people that founded it, etc. I've documented this in my documentary series, Cult of the Medics, which you can watch the first half of that series at cultofthemedics.com to understand that this doesn't even just stop with the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab and all of those puppets. This goes well beyond them. This was a magical ritual of a sort that was done symbolically, that was told to all of us for years 
that it was going to happen prior to it happening. There was psychological conditioning that was happening throughout the media. Just start with the 2012 Olympic closing ceremonies. Just start with that. Okay. And they're telling you inside and out. There's movies that have whistleblown this shows. It, it, they saturated the media because when they saturate the entertainment media with these kind of things, they're saturating your subconscious mind with that. So that when it becomes a reality, you don't have the ability any longer to differentiate between fiction and reality. And that's where the fake news comes in, right? So there's a, there's a big plot. You also have to understand that these scientists, these organizations like the UN, like the World Economic Forum, like the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, etc., have been speaking openly about the need to depopulate the planet that there are too many human beings running around and that they're breathing too much, they're, they're expending too much CO2, which of course we know CO2 just greens the planet even more. It's a natural, essential element of life. Um, but they have this belief. Bill Gates is on record in public meetings. What do you think they talk about behind closed doors at Epstein Island and shit? You know what I mean? Don't tell me that this is just an accident. This was a multi-pronged biological weapon attack, and the shots are a part of that. They are a phase of this attack. Phase one, release a pathogenic virus. Phase two, release the cure for the virus, suppress the actual cures, and release your cure, which is part of the biological weapons attack. And now you've got... Doctors and scientists, you know, Nobel laureate winning Dr. Luc Montagnier, God rest his soul. He recently passed away. It was very sad to hear. His, like Kerry uh, Mullis, was a rather timely death or untimely death. Um, but he's out there telling everybody that's had two or three shots to go get tested for HIV. Because the criminal action took place well before this came out. You can go back to the AIDS epidemic. You can go back to the beginning of Fauci's career to track how they knew they were doing this gain of function and they were doing live testing on the human population. It's all documented. It's all going to come out. So to now look at this as an accident, I mean, I just, there's just too many, co like when you have 23,000 coincidences, I just, I'm not, I can't be the coincidence theorist. I just can't. Events either happen and are taken advantage of, which we could go there. We could say, okay, well, maybe they had other plans for releasing some of these things, but this one, it just coincidentally, accidentally got out a little bit earlier than they planned what they were going to do later, <laughs> which still shows criminal intent of mass genocide. Um, but if it got out accidentally, that was an accident. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's where I'm at because I know who we're dealing with and I know what their history is and what their track record is. So I, I don't buy that this is somehow an accident. That's just not where I'm at. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You guys let me know what you think. But these genocidal maniacs have been looking for ways and have unleashed multiple different kinds of attacks upon the human population for the purpose of keeping you sick and shortening your lifespans for decades, if not centuries. If you really want to go back to the Black Plagues and everything else, the history of plague warfare, go check out Chapter 6 of Cult of the Medics. I have a whole, a whole little section in there on that. The history of plague warfare and biological warfare. It didn't just start in 2019 because of an accident, okay? So I'm not trying to speak in any way disrespectfully to the man. 
Thank you, Dr. Hodkinson, for standing up, but I'm sorry, the medical scientific world needs to start understanding how criminality works in this world and how this world really works. And the forces well above you in the totem pole of this compartmentalized institutional structure that you need to be well aware of that operate on a cult level. So cultofthemedics.com, go debunk it, go check it out. Please inform yourselves about this because we really do need to upgrade this conversation. Now, I'm just saying this because of what I've seen. We need this to be proven in a court of law. We need to have this all come out and it's going to come out over time. So we need to keep working on that. So at this time, it would actually be appropriate in this kind of a press conference for Dr. Hodkinson to say what he said about that. So don't be too hard on the man about it, okay? Because there's also the optics factor of they are desperately trying to build a bridge and hand out an olive leaf to an olive branch to the media, to the scientific community who's still brainwashed by the medical industrial complex and the pharmaceutical industry. And of course, the government officials, they're trying to say, hey, come, come have a seat. We're not, we're not going into crazy world here. We just want to have a talk. Looks like it was an accident. Let's sit down. I think that's appropriate from the point of diplomacy. Okay. But if you were to ask my opinion, if we were sitting down having a beer, I'd tell you this is a multi-pronged biological attack to slowly um, and even quickly vastly diminish the numbers of human human population and to sterilize the remaining bunch and to keep a certain amount that will be uh, more applicable to the transhumanist agenda that's coming down the pipeline. You have to be able to look at multiple things at once because don't forget that this pandemic isn't the only thing happening in the world. There's so many other things that we have to get really good at connecting the dots on to get the big picture. So that's our job, right? Now, don't open up with this kind of stuff when you're talking to your average normie friends out there that are still brainwashed by the media in this cult. Don't start with that. <laughs> don't start with, guys, it's a big genocidal agenda to slowly reduce the population and turn us into transhumanist cyborg serfs. Don't start with that. <laughs> start with, hey, have you seen this studies, you know, 150 studies cited by one of the top scientists in the world that talk about the inefficacy of masks and the fact that they actually cause more harm than good? by universal masking of healthy people? Why don't you look at that? Why don't you look at the actual data that we have for the past two years of what the lockdowns have done, what these government policies have done, that they keep blaming everything on the virus. It's not the virus, it's the government policies. Have you looked into the science on that? Have you looked into the science that we now have, the record of death and destruction that are now just starting to show up in your friends and family circles like crazy? Have you looked into what the toll of this vaccine, quote unquote, has been already? And it's only a year in? And Justin Trudeau wants you to take 12 more of these things? And he wants to vaccinate your kids and pregnant women? We have no sterility track record. We have no long-term studies. Pfizer wanted to hold back the data that they have for 75 years. That is not the action of an up-and-up organization that's trying to do good for science, health, and humanity. That is not what you do. The truth doesn't need to hide. It doesn't need to wait 75 years to come out, but by every, everybody's dead by then. What are they going to do? Come up to my grave site and be like, Dave, we finally showed you the data. What? How, how stupid do you think we are? Think. Like, that's where you start, right? So, sorry, I don't want to get off on a rant. 
let's finish the videos with uh, Dr. Byron Bridal because his was just a scorcher. It was awesome. Let's do this one. Well done, Dr. By Byron Bridal, one of Canada's top medical experts. Public has when they ask me and when they're within the realm of my expertise and to do so to the best of my abilities. And that's all they've been doing from the beginning. And I'd like to emphasize, uh, a lot of people don't realize, I, I've been speaking up about this and I've been expressing concerns for two years now. A lot of people don't realize, I, I was interviewed by W5. I was interviewed on the West Block. I was interviewed by Global News. I was interviewed by CBC National News. They were coming to me. They wanted to hear my opinion. Now, none of them will talk to me ever. I haven't changed. They're the ones that changed. The world has been flipped upside down. All I've been doing is the job that I've been asked to do and that you as taxpayers paid me to do from the very beginning. But I'll tell you, I was hoping that, the, that you know, maybe some mainstream media would be here. Uh, first, before I even tell you a little bit about myself, I want to say something. This is, this, I am, I, this is horrible. The, yes. the fact that these three individuals didn't show up, and just so you understand, so we're talking about the two people in charge of public health, the Public Health Agency of Canada, and Dr. Shelley Deeks is the chair of our National Advisory Committee on Immunization. So her committee is the one that has been promoting all of these vaccine mandates and all the rules related to the vaccine mandates. And I tried to having discussions with them early on with all the concerns that I had about the vaccines. They refused to communicate with me. It started off when I started raising issues about this one-dose summer and Canada going to a four-month interval and where was the science. In response to a letter that myself and, and colleagues had put to them, they published a paper so that they could say they had a peer-reviewed paper. It came from the University of Toronto Press. It's a medical journal that nobody else in the world has ever heard of. It's not listed on any major uh, you know, journal sites, any of these places you'd go to look for uh, relevant peer-reviewed science. When they published it, they published the results of the classical epidemiological model. And guess what? The epidemiological model and methodology was not published. They said it would be in the future. It still hasn't. There is no way I've never, ever been able to publish a scientific paper without showing the methods that I'm using to generate my data. And she won't be here today. These people haven't shown up. I'm a professional. They're professionals. They need to realize this is actually their job. This is actually, you're paying them to represent and, and, and be able to uh, tell you how hire them. I, I, and I've been doing that, and I'll tell you, to be a professor in this day and age in the academic environment that we have now is more than a full-time job. Right. All right, And I'm doing that full-time job to the best of my ability while I also do this. I came here, I was here two weeks ago, and I invited Dr. Tam to come and to a, a scientific discussion. So I, I drove six hours yesterday from Guelph to come back here and talk to them. I was, I was told they were going to, you know, they were invited. I came back here to do my duty, you know, as, as a public servant. The reality is I'm still functioning as a professor. I'm proud of it. My research team, just so you know, has published over 30 papers, peer-reviewed scientific papers, over the past two years during this pandemic. I've been doing my job. Thank you. They didn't even have the. They, they, weren't, they wouldn't even respond to us. We didn't even receive the uh, the the respect of even being responded to. The the the, the attitude that that our public health officials have and the leaders, the the power brokers, when it comes to public health, uh, this is this is disgusting. We wouldn't accept this from elementary school children. This kind of behavior that we're seeing, and and and, and I, yeah, I don't. And that's exactly it. And that's what I want, and that's exactly where I want to get to. So thanks for that. Where where is their evidence? That's why we wanted them to come here today. Okay, so I want Canadians to look. Yeah, you don't have a lot of the mainstream media here, 
Um, even there, I'm not even going to refer to this as the peripheral media anymore. I call it the truthful, honest media. Yeah. media. Yeah. Times. If you've got two groups of people and one group keeps putting their champions in the arena, in the gladiator, gladiator arena, over and over and over again, and the other side refuses to over and over and over again, you have to start asking the question, how good are your champions? What do they, what do they actually have stepping in the arena? Why? All those that you, you want to attack us and you want to push this narrative, you want to say we're wrong, where are your champions to back you up? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You don't have them. And this is frustrating. This is frustrating for me as a scientist, okay? Because what you need to understand is, and, and, and this is coming from the top down, from our, our, like our prime minister. I'm sorry, it's an embarrassment. I, I don't, yes. want, I don't yes. want our children acting like our prime minister. And I, I, I want to tell you something. So I was... I saw the video for the first time. And it was the uh, uh, Quebec correspondent for Rebel News. And I, I saw a video. I hadn't seen it before. It was uh, their interaction with their prime minister in the French portion of the debate. And I had seen what happened with the English uh, language versions. And I saw that the courts had ruled that they were legitimate uh, media relations people to be there. And he refused to answer their questions. Uh, I, I couldn't believe it that after that, and, and then the next day, um, with, with all that was happening, um, continuing to take that stance and completely ignore them and not answer the questions, despite the fact that our legal system said that they have the right to be there. We have the right to ask these questions of these individuals. That's the whole point. As the Canadian public has the right to have these questions asked, and people have to start wondering why are these leaders, including our prime minister, ignoring these questions, refusing to answer these questions. I'm here today. I drove from Guelph. I'm putting myself on the line. Wait, wait, wait. Let's face it. If you would use the analogy of somebody stepping into the gladiator arena, you've got no guarantee of winning uh, necessarily. You might get pummeled, right? You might get pummeled. I'm putting myself, we're putting ourselves on the line here. We, we are confident with the science. But the reality is, guess what? If we're as wrong as they say they are, they can come here and they can pummel us. And guess what? I'll be deplatformed. De After two years of having a platform, I'll be deplatformed. But they don't show up. That tells you a lot. Well done, sir. It tells you everything you need to know. Everything you need to know. That was such a magnificent bit. His whole speech. You guys got to go watch the whole thing. You can get it right now on Rumble. Go find Laura Lynn Tyler Thompson's channel. You can just go to Rumble right now. Go to the search and put in Laura Lynn. You'll find her channel. The whole two and a half hour press conference is there. I highly urge that you go watch it. Subscribe to her channel because she's a champion for freedom and she's great media in this country. I'm actually going to be back on her show real soon. Um, and uh, you follow her channel, you get that video, you send that out to every single person you know, whether you live in Canada, whether you live in a different country or not. This was the debate that should have happened all over the world. It should have been on a public forum. I was even jokingly saying we should get Dana White to create a debate octagon, get Joe Rogan as the commentator and have... Malone versus Fauci, like pay-per-view events and just keep running them through. If, they, if they've got anything behind what they're saying, show up to the field of battle, truth, truth and battle. Come on, let's do it. Uh, and the fact that they won't even show up to a very friendly one like this, oh my God, it's over. It's over. And I also love that he's going after Trudeau 
He's not reserved anymore. He's like, I don't want our children growing up to be like the prime minister. Hell, the, the prime minister never grew up, man. <laughs> he never grew up. He lives in a fantasy land and he's also paid and he's controlled and we know that. So, um, okay. I just want to do this really quickly because if you live in Canada, I want you to memorize this. I want you to know, oh, and I have another great one to show you too. Um, you know what? Let's do this. Let's do this other video for those other videos first. Cause this is also really important. I really want you guys to listen to this. Um, so we'll, we'll hold the thing I want you to memorize for a second. This one's really important. This video came from a Canadian gentleman that drove 11 hours to Ottawa because he wasn't sure who to believe he was in the middle. And so he decided to do what most of those whiny people I know that are talking to you they go they're all terrorists nazi racists they're they're just anti-vaxxers they're anti-science all those people that will never go down and actually talk to these people that will never go down and see for themselves the incredible magic that is happening in ottawa right now the unity the diversity the freedom the the people the bouncy castles the just the pancake breakfasts the the joy the smiles on people's faces they won't go down and see the reality they're content to sit back with their triple masks on and watch the cbc news and just believe everything they say so those people i don't think you should focus on but i'll give this gentleman props for having the 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 integrity the integrity the word of the week is integrity right? And this is integrity. When in doubt, find out. Don't just believe the first person that throws stuff at you. Go see for yourself. That's what I've been advocating on my show from day one. I've always told you guys, don't just believe me. I'm just another, I'm a, I'm a human, I'm a flawed human being. Okay. I do my best. I care about the truth, but you have to become your own journalist, your own scientist, your own expert. You have to control your own mind and think for yourself, okay? And that's what this gentleman did. I just, I love this video. So let me just play it. It's in two parts. Here we go. Good morning, everybody. I just wanted to come on here and share my experiences. I just spent 24 hours literally driving to and back 11 and a half hours actually each way to get to Ottawa to spend a day and a half there to witness what is going on at ground zero for myself. I'm so angry with mainstream media and the lies that they've been telling and spewing what Justin Trudeau and his liberal government is saying about these people is a lie. There are men, women and children of every culture and ethnicity walking among each other and celebrating and protesting peacefully together. I did not see any symbols of hate, tyranny, or terrorism whatsoever while I was there. There were children dancing in the street with beautiful faces and hope and people just hugging each other and talking like Canadians should. It's appalling that the mainstream media is able to produce such lies and create further divisions between the Canadian public and the people who support and are there protesting these unlawful vaccine mandates.
there were, besides the food, water, hot chocolate, and coffee that was available to anybody, whether you were a supporter or not, it's available to everyone. There were booths with uh, over-the-counter medicines, mittens, and socks that were being given to the homeless people and to anybody who needed it. Uh, I spoke to uh, a few of the homeless people that were there, and they were very happy to have the love and support that was being offered by the volunteers and the, the truckers in the convoy. I spoke to truckers myself. Good morning, everybody. I just wanted to come on here. Sorry, I just got to zoom back out and get the second part. Here we go. There it is. Good morning, everybody. Oh, no, it's not that just, one. So sorry. What's happening? Okay, bear with me, guys. It kind of sucks that it was in two videos. Uh, is it this one? I shook their hands yeah. and I spoke to them, asked them where they were from, and uh, did not see any white supremacists or any racists while I was there. It, uh, and contrary, was the opposite. People were coming together, as we should, in such a diverse, multicultural country like Canada. It's being reflected there among these peaceful protesters. Shame on you to the mayor of Ottawa, Doug Ford. I cannot believe you are supporting this negative narrative. You say on your Twitter that you're for the people. You're opposite. You are a liar. Justin Trudeau, you are a liar. And I'm not going to sit by idle and allow mainstream media and the federal government to pass along this type of misinformation to my fellow Canadians who are standing up for what is right. To the citizens of Ottawa who are complaining about noise and the inconveniences, that is the price for freedom. You might not agree with me. And the noise, yes, I agree. I would not like the noise if I was uh, living there. But there's no noise in the evening and then through the night. They stop honking their horn. They need to be heard. That is why they're making the noise. Anyhow, I just had to come down here real quick. And I guess it wasn't real quick. It's over three minutes. But I had to share my experiences. If you don't believe, if, if you don't believe what I'm saying, get in your car and go. Just go and see for yourself. Well done, sir. Thank you for having the integrity to go and investigate for yourself. That's excellent. That's what needs to be done. That's real science. That's real investigative journalism. That's how you find out what the truth is. You go look to see for yourself. I hope we could agree on that. And the reason why I love this video so much is it actually shows how, why this standoff right now between the Canadian people and the corrupt government, um, is really, really important for helping to wake this country up further. Because the longer this happens, and this is why they're so desperate, Trudeau has to come out and go, we're gonna write new laws. You're all criminals now. You don't, don't go to the peaceful pancake breakfast. It's, it's terrorism. The reason they have to do that is because the longer that this standoff happens, the more people are gonna go see for themselves. The more people are gonna go to alternative, channels and, and shows like mine to get the facts and learn the truth. And they're going to say, well, 
I can't trust that lying media anymore because they lied to me. I can't trust these lying politicians because they've lied to me. What else have they lied to us about? That's how I woke up, guys. That's probably how you woke up. You, some, at some point, at some stage, something happened where it came into your life and you saw the truth. You saw it for yourself. And you saw the complete opposite of what you experienced and what you saw being broadcast from the media or coming out of the mouths of these lying, fork-tongued politicians. And you went, wow, I really can't trust these institutions that I hired to protect me and ensure my freedom. What else have they lied to me about? And then you just can't help yourself. You just start go looking into it. You find every where you possibly can, you go through all the minefields of censorship and fact checkers and all this stuff. And you try to get to the bottom of the issue that, that you're passionate about learning the truth about. That's what a truth warrior is. You're going uphill while boulders are coming at you, while the wind is blowing against you. The enemy is shooting fiery arrows of decept deceptive language and smear tactics and insults and authoritarian language at you the whole way. It's uphill over a snowstorm. That's what it takes to find out what the truth is because the people running the ships of state, the people running our media, the people running our medical establishment, the people running our education systems are not centered around the truth and they hate freedom. They are afraid of freedom. And they're afraid of you. They're afraid of you realizing what I just said. Oh, and by the way, Prince Charles, he's triple jabbed and he now is COVID positive for the second time. So just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, yeah. Uh, just, sorry, I'm scrolling through because I'm trying to find this link I want to show you. Oh, Give, Send, Go, you know, the company that replaced GoFundMe, which is going to be going out of business really soon because nobody's going to support them ever again. Um, they did a tweet because, of course, Doug Ford came out and said, it's now illegal to donate to the truckers. By order of high decree, it is now illegal to donate with your own money where you would like it to go. But Give, Send, Go has this to say. They tweeted this out yesterday. They say, know this. I love how they're like, Rrr. know this. Canada has absolutely zero jurisdiction over how we manage our funds here at Give, Send, Go. All funds for every campaign on Give, Send, Go flow directly to the recipients of those campaigns, not least of which is the Freedom Convoy campaign. Now, I don't know. I think there's going to be a legal mess that's going to happen with this because they're just trying to stall. This is a stall tactic, okay? Don't get freaked out by this stuff. Everything the government, the government can't do anything about this. It's just growing, okay? So all the fear porn and the anxiety, we have to be realistic. But let's also be realistic about the fact that the government is totally screwed here, okay? Come on. They're going to try. They're going to be like, no, no. <laughs> Send out the orc army. <laughs> it's going to fail miserably. Miserably. Um, okay, come on. Where's this thing? Yeah, that's from uh, Keenan BXD. Tyrant Doug Ford, has, Doug Ford has sought a court order to freeze and any and all funds going to the Freedom Convoy. It's going to fail too. They're just looking like, it's just looking worse and worse for them every single day. I'm um, just trying to get this link. 
for you. You have to pay very close attention to this if you live in Canada, because it's important that you become conversant with the facts. You must be able to speak to a police officer, to a waitress, to a person in your family that's challenging you, and you need to know what laws actually protect your rights and freedoms. <clears throat> Man, I post a lot of stuff. <laughs> oh, that challenge that came from Dr. Paul Alexander. By the way, I posted that challenge, the initial challenge that he did. Come here, come do a debate with us. Uh, that, that, that was the most viral tweet I've ever had in my life. It was the first time I was sitting there watching a tweet just click like, cause it just went around. Everybody was like, yes. And then of course they don't show up, but we were expecting that cause that's how cowards roll. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I'm just going to have to type it in. Section, if we go to just Google, Section 52 of the Constitution Act in Canada. Okay, I got it. Let's do it. So constitutionallaw.net, talking about the constitutional law of Canada. This is about the supremacy of the Constitution. This is freedom supremacy. Okay, forget about the white supremacy nonsense that they try to label this with. This is actually a law of Canada. It's the highest law in the land. You really need to go and listen to the Honorable Brian Peckford. This is who I got this from. Um, he has a lot to say with it, and he's actually taking the federal government to court as we speak, and he's going to be a very difficult person to deal with because he actually partially wrote the Charter of Rights and Freedoms and was physically there. So he knows more about it than any Canadian living, including the Supreme Court of Canada. So hear this. Section 52.1 of the Constitution Act of 1982 states, hey, I was born in 1982, states that any law, any law, that is inconsistent with the provisions of the Constitution is of no force or effect. Let me repeat that. According to Section 52 of the Constitution Act, any law that is inconsistent with the provisions of the Constitution is of no force or effect. Statutes which conflict with the Constitution are invalid in the most radical sense they do not become law. So my Canadian friends, Section 52 of the Constitution Act of Canada, that is where you point those police officers to. That is where you point your friends and family to. Or those people asking you for QR codes or whatever, because... None of these are actual laws in Canada. They are recommendations and mandates and bylaws and weaselly criminal activity. That's what they are. They're there to try to fake you out and make you believe that the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, which protects your bodily autonomy, which protects your freedom of choice, which protects your freedom of speech, which protects your freedom of mobility within your country and outside and returning to your home country, which protects your right to private property, which 
protects your right to peaceful assembly, which protects your rights to peaceful protest, etc., etc. Go read the Charter of Rights. This Constitution Act is saying that that is the supreme national law of Canada. And any law or mandate or recommendation from the health ministry that didn't show up to the scientific debate and is now hereby invalid, anything that is inconsistent with the provisions of the Constitution has no force or effect, which in legalese just means it ain't shit. All right? So I just wanted to say that. Section 50, I'm just going to keep saying, I wanted to get into your memory. You have to be very specific. Section 52 of the Canadian Constitution Act. Say it three times. Write it down. Look at it every day. Burn it into your brain. Repeat it often. Next time they ask you, where's your passport? Where's your QR code? Why aren't you wearing a mask? You can say one of two things. I am exempt. I'm a Canadian citizen. However you want to do it. Or you can say, have you ever looked up Section 52 of the Canadian Constitution Act, 1982? Because it says that the Charter of Rights and Freedoms is the supreme law of the land, and anything that's inconsistent with that, which <laughs> forcing people to cover their breathing holes against their will, um, forcing, uh, coercing people to take an experimental shot that's got record numbers of injuries and deaths associated with it, uh, it or they're going to lose their job or access to society, all those private businesses... Don't even get into it with them. Well, it's my private business. I can do what I want. No, you can't. You have a public license, don't you? The Supreme Law of Canada, national law, protects my rights and freedoms. And we also have discrimination laws in this country. I think it's sec four, Section 402. I got to look that one up too. Go look up the anti-discrimination laws. The, the, you cannot discriminate against somebody based on their medical status. It's illegal. And it's protected by the Supreme Law of Country which is the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, Canadian Constitution. It's over. And the minute you start talking like that, they'll realize that there's lower hanging fruit to deal with, and they'll either just walk away. And if they, if they carry you out, or if they give you problems, let them document everything and go give your, and just be like, all right, if you're going to treat me like this, if you're going to discriminate against me, if you're going to break the highest law of the country, I'll just take my money elsewhere. We have to now, from this day forward, they're going to nail me to the wall for saying this, but I'm going to say it anyways. From this day forward, the pandemic is over and these laws have no force or effect. So we are to operate as if it, that is so. If all of us in Canada that are waving flags, that are supporting these truckers, that are behind this movement, of which I believe there's at least 4 million of us, if not more, because there's also that big gray area of people that support you, but they're just, they don't want to, they're too afraid of the social attacks and all that kind of stuff, right? But we've got at least 4 million Canadians that are behind this and growing by the second. If every single one of us stopped complying, it'd be over. What are they going to do? Do they have a place in Canada that you know of where they could house and jail 4 million people? And it's, it's also 4 million alphas, okay? So it's 4 million farmers, truckers, cowboys, hockey players, you know, freedom-loving Canadians that are now awoken with the spirit of freedom and you're never going to put that back in the bag. 
That's who we're dealing with. We're dealing with the people that just wanted to be left alone. And now they're in the mix. And you just, they're not going anywhere. All right? So, guys, I'm going to wrap this up here. I want to thank you for tuning in. Trudeau versus the truth. Which one do you think wins the day? Have a good one, guys. We'll talk soon. Cheers.